Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Bostecu. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello, Wondrous Ones. This episode was recorded live at the lovely Marlowe Festival at the Marlowe Theatre in Canterbury. We had a belter over time, as you'll hear. Cheers for listening to this. If you don't mind rating, reviewing and subscribing and telling every single sausage you ever meet about the podcast, I'd be, and indeed am, extremely grateful. Want to come to a live show? Yes, please. We're on tour from Morton. Big, sexy venues. It's going to be amazing. Come. Go to livenation.co.uk and search for Hoovering. And we're doing two shows at the Edinburgh Fringe on the 13th and 14th of August at 3pm. Two shows only and at only a fiver. So hurry up and snap up a ticket. The guests are badass. Uh, we've got Phoebe Robinson from Two Dope Queens. Local hero Fern Brady. South Africa's Chalk Bazudanote. Local celeb star chef Tony Singh and star of the Smash hit award killing super show burgers, the awesome Travis Alabanza. Wahoo! Last guest uh, is being announced any minute. Also, these are so cheap, they'll be packed. So um, get your bloody fiver out now and reserve a seat, yeah? Easiest thing is to Google Ed Fringe Hoovering Live. Those three words, and it should be top of the page. I am up there as well uh, right now doing my stand up show called Hench at 1.30 every day, except for the 12th, and that's only a fiver as well. Also on at the Monkey Barrel at the same venue that the Hooverings are on at. Google Ed Fringe Foster Cute Hench, and it should come up. 
I reckon that'll do for admin before this one because it's quite a juicy one lengthwise. Uh, it was hard to edit it down at all. The only quick warning to give you is that there were uh, one random really drunk couple at the front of this live show chipping in all the way through. Well intended, but they were hammered and as you'll hear increasingly are fucking annoying. Something a bit different, although I thought that you'd only get to listen to as a podcast listener uh, is me dealing with that uh, during live shows ever. So I've I've kept it all in. Most of the annoying things they did. Um, Yeah. So enjoy. Welcome to the Hoovering Podcast, live from the Marlowe Theatre in lovely Canterbury. Oh, welcome. What What a beautiful little bit of Kent. And what a sexy theatre. This is snazzy, right? Pretty snazzy. I'm joined here by an amazing panel who I'm going to ask to introduce themselves. Hi, uh, um, I'm Naomi Cooper-Davis. I'm an actor, sometime comedian, um, and I I really like food. Great. So I was really excited to do this podcast. Um, And I'm a little bit, I'm really addicted at the moment to Australian MasterChef. Ooh. I feel like it's on topic. It's amazing. Is it? Um, it's so snazzy and so long. There are so many episodes. <laughs> oh, really? So, They've done yeah, it so... It's, it's you, like you, 60 episodes in a is series. Is it the Love Island it's of the, Love the Island eating of world? Australia. Yeah, they, they have it on five nights a week. Is this Netflix? No. Oh, God, what's it on? <laughs> I need something very badly. You have to stream it, um, but we can work something don't out, be, Jenny. Don't I'll, be a I'll fool. Put it, I'll put it on a Disney. <laughs> I'm 59, <laughs> I can't stream. I just... Listen, I do need something like that though because I've just binged you know because we binge on everything mm. these days uh, this series right on Netflix it's got nothing to do with food I'm so sorry to get off topic so soon Fuck but we're two glass minutes blowing <laughs> glass blowing Jess yeah. competitive glass blowing it's called blown away yeah, fuck blown me away. <laughs> it is the best first, thing on television have you seen yeah, I've watched, watched them all I've watched them all in one day blown winner, away the winner when you, when you see who wins you will stand up and cheer okay no spoilers because I think we've just recruited an awful lot of new viewers for blown away on Netflix, nothing to do with eating, all about sorry glass about blowing. That. And that's fine. Jenny, introduce yourself. Oh, yes, would sorry, you? I'm Jenny Eclair. Um, I'm a. Thank you, that's kind. <laughs> that's kind. I will take it as a compliment. Uh, I'm not Sue Pollard. I really want to make that <laughs> very clear this week, particularly when she was pictured at a, a Brexit fundraising <gasps> event. Oh, no. And, uh, yes! Oh, yes, and a picture went round, fuck. and my daughter looked at the picture and went, Fuck me, mum, it looks like you. <laughs> Really, really, so we have to make the divide here that I am not the one that attends the Brexit fundraisers. Yeah. I'm the one that comes to the, the, the podcast in Canterbury yeah. for no money. That's the one. I'm that one. I'm that one. I've got my book here, you see. I've got ulterior motives. People listening well. at home are able to hear me shaking my fucking head. <laughs> There was a, there's a few peanuts and there's a salad here. I know, I know. Mine's, <laughs> I'm blessed, truly One day. blessed. Yeah. So stand up and writer, that's what I am. Super job. <laughs> Gabby? Um, hi, I'm Gabby Hutchinson-Crouch. Um, I am a comedy writer, um, not generally a performer, so... Um, You're nailing it, mate. Am I? Yep. <laughs> I, I thought maybe what I could do is I can write down things... <laughs> And then oh, I can just give it you to you guys to say because that's what I'm used to. Me. I mean, that would <laughs> it, it would work so brilliantly were this not sort of a listening. <laughs> 
Were it not live. Partner, were it not live here, yeah. And also for people who listen to it on the eventual podcast. But if you yeah. want, you could whisper it to me <laughs> and we'll see what the microphone can pick up and then I can yeah. try and reinterpret it perhaps as... A diff, you know, yeah. deliver I'm it in just, a different way. I'm used way. to sitting in a corner, so I'm 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 as far away from a corner <laughs> as I can possibly get at um, the moment. Gabby and I recently worked together on a really brilliant new um, Radio Four series called Elephant in the Room that Sarah yeah. Millican has created, and um, um, I'm going to embarrass you, but Gabby's like, without doubt, the uh, the f- most prolific, oh, funny shush. person I've ever shared a writing room with. Um, Sarah said to me, Sarah so. said to me as I was leaving, "You're a machine." <laughs> Whenever I do an impression of Sarah Millican, I uh, get told that I sound like the meat safe murderer from. Um, you really do. I do sound like the meat safe murderer from Donkey Dust. I don't know if you ever watched it. It was a cartoon comedy, but for adults, it was dark as fuck. And when it, I, there was a character in it that sounded a lot like a. Sarah um, Millican. I've never done it. i never done it. i never done it. There was two men called Day and Day and they proved i never done it. <laughs> There's going to be about ten people in the world who get this, but at least yes. two of them are here. So. <laughs> Great job. Crack on. Um, I'm going to briefly talk about the food that we've got here and you guys tuck in and try I've got it from a place called the Veg Box Cafe. Um, and we've got like a really sexy like mixed salad each and then there'll be pudding things. And um, Naomi, you've made something over there. What's that? <laughs> Um, so I've also got a mouthful of food. Mm, um, sorry. Um, I have made... Okay. I've made uh, a lemon drizzle cake. Um, oh, and there, are, there should be enough for, for most of you, not all of you, um, to have some as well. Yes, There's quite a lot, but hopefully you can share. Um, I'm worried it might be a little bit shit. <laughs> now, that is not bake-off speak. You it's can't not. say it might be I'm, a little bit shit. You have to say it has a soggy bottom, it's a little bit damp, it's a little bit dry. You can't just say it's a little bit shit. It's too, definitely more. Do you think it's, it's got it's, too loose no, a crumb? I think it's, yeah, it's going to be too, a bit too loose a crumb. Okay, I also made it. As I tried to make it as vegan as possible, and then I was like, I'm not chancing not making it, making a cake with no eggs. I just can't go there. Like, it's I like the idea that you were going to make it as vegan I, as possible. <laughs> uh, like the idea that were it not completely vegan, that any vegan would then be like, oh, well, it's vegan enough for me. No, because you're usually Have you a met bit a vegan? vegan? You're usually a bit vegan. I flirt vegan. near vegans. So I thought I was going to make... I was trying my best to make it as vegan as possible But you possible needed to bind you. it with a, a hen's period. I did. Um, but they are the classiest <laughs> hen's periods I could find in Morrison's. And I so. love a hen's period. I love a hen's period I for breakfast a, especially. two a day. Two hen's really? periods oh, a day. I have a lot of, Jenny. That's a lot of eggs. I'm an egg girl. <laughs> I really am. I've got none of my own left. So I'm kind of compensating and helping myself from the fridge. I like a hard-boiled, smashed-on-a-piece-of-toast a piece of toast for my breakfast. I That's love that, I too. It's so good. Cream cheese. Oh, cream Ooh, cheese. I, yes, Here I'm we a go. cream cheese girl. Here yes, we go. Never a whole meal toast, now. cream cheese, liberally, liberally daubed, and then smash up the egg, mm. smash up the egg. And then I sometimes put a little bit of salad dressing on it. Yes, I do. Salad Not dressing? Yes. And then a fuck ton of mayonnaise. Oh, <laughs> I love I'm mayonnaise. I'm so into this. That's got eggs in it as well. Yeah, I'm so eggy. You're tripling up your eggs now. I'm, I am huge. As a former, so I'm very eggy. ham. I'm ham and egg, me, all the time. Could you, could you like, perch it on a meringue? So Don't just... do sweet stuff. 
Can we? I know. Listen, listen, we've someone is going to need to ask any questions in okay. this episode. I'm going to admit I something made this here. So Jenny O'Clare would eat one of my bloody cakes. <laughs> my name's Jenny O'Clare, and I haven't eaten chocolate for over 40 years. <laughs> wow! Yeah, there you go. You've made it sound like it's a confessional <laughs> space <laughs> for Chocolate Eaters Anonymous, <laughs> which is the opposite of what this podcast is. Um, oh, I love it. So not into sweet stuff at all. No. I, I much prefer savoury things yeah. to sweet things. What yeah. about you two guys? I just like all of it. All of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just like all of it. I, I would say probably, um, yeah, if, like, my last... If I was on death row, my last meal, like, it would be savoury, I think, mm-hmm. if I had really had to choose, but yeah. I prefer not Are to. Are you allowed to have a buffet? <laughs> <laughs> wait, In wait until my final question. <laughs> Sorry. We'll get, we'll get on to that. And um, what do you think of this food? Oh, it's very nice. It's tasty. Oh, yes. It's really nice, isn't it? The hummus it? is really nice. Um, it's like the, lentils. Yeah. There's some crunchy seeds in there. It's there is healthy. onion in it. There is oh, onion. I'm so and sorry. I'm a, yeah, onion in salad is a hate crime. You're going to say, like, you need to get Oh, God, it's all kicking <laughs> off in Canterbury. You've got a boo for that. I'm really sorry. Um, no, but yeah, um, are you, how, um, how averse to you? It's a red onion, mate. Mm. Why? Always in salad. Why? Why Here do we they go. put it Fuck in? Because it tastes a... I've come so to oniony, which I thought was so posh, and it's already one of the testiest, heckliest <laughs> live shows we've ever done. I, and, and I've been to Glasgow. Um, uh, but can you? What I was going to ask is: Are you so offended by it that you can pop it to the side, or will just the stain of no, no, the flavour no. on the rest of the food it's, be ruined for you? It's now? fine as long as it don't, don't just like chomp a load of it, so fine. that then. Everything tastes of onion for the rest of my life. Fine. Or until you <laughs> Not being dramatic head. about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and Jenny, you have a tomato allergy. I have the dullest How allergy in the world. It's, I think it's Nightshade, quite isn't oh, it? Is, well, do you Which know, sounds fancy. I, well, I, from now on, I will say I have a nightshade, nightshade allergy. allergy. Mm, um, tomatoes are the main sexy. culprit, but I can't do red-seeded fruits. I can't no. do the strawberry, I can't do the raspberry. I mean, my life is ruined. I tell you. Really? Um, I get the most ghastly mouth ulcers. Oh. And so in the end, I have to self, <laughs> I said, talking like that, and so zooming is so painful. Um, and they stopped doing the steroid cream. Um, oh, I love a bit of steroid cream. Who doesn't love a bit of steroid cream? <laughs> Up your game, GPs. Why are you so stingy with it? They used to, be able to sell it over the counter and they stopped selling it. And I have to get it from Australia where there's still a bit sort of steroid Contraband cream. steroid cream? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, for yeah. ulcers? Were you steroid cream yeah. inside your mouth? Yeah, that's You right. were eating steroid cream. My green. tongue is seven foot long. <laughs> And I meant that with absolutely no sexual innuendo whatsoever. I'm afraid because of this lout audience, some of them have taken it as having sexual innuendo. Yeah. Um, I love it. So that's um, my allergy anyway. Um, but is it just eating it? If I were to throw a tomato at you, you'd be fine? <laughs> I'd be I mortally offended and I might throw something back. But no, I, I, I'd survive a thrown tomato. And um, can not you have scared. tomato in any... I'm not scared. <laughs> not scared of your tomatoes. I can't have it in any way, shape or form. Now, you're going a bit like, you know, people who don't understand veganism, who go, well, what do you mean? Can't you have any tomato sauce? No, of course I can't have tomato sauce. What's in tomato sauce? It is tomatoes. No tomato sauce, no spaghetti bolognese, no tomato puree, no tomato whatsoever. Look at all the chitlies, look at all the chutneys. Has it got tomato in? I, I can't have that. I chitneys. And um, <laughs> I don't think much ketchup has ever seen a tomato, but that would still be ruled out, I assume. 
yeah, yeah. There's yeah. trace. There's a tiny human trace. So of just a trace. There. So actually, yeah. were were tomatoes to be lobbed at you in a sort of modern milkshake? If I had my way, mouth open, were you Sue oh. Pollard and you'd been <laughs> campaigning for Brexit and a well, a well, very cool then... youth tips a tomato juice sort of near your mouth? I would deserve it if that was the scenario. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, mixed response from Canterbury. There we go. Welcome to Kent. Um, <laughs> um, all right. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Naomi, you're an actor, amongst yeah. other things. Have you ever had to eat anything memorable as part of any acting? Oh, um, I yeah. So I used to be in a. Oh, so what? what Pipe down. I didn't I didn't hear that. Pipe down. Don't it's worry. not yeah. Saturday night at Jonglers. Um, <laughs> I um, yeah, he's been a double act, and we—I don't know why—we wrote this sketch ourselves, and we decided that um, we like these two 1940s couples who were really repressed. Um, and then at the end of the sketch, my um, comedy partner she proposed to me with a goat's cheese ring, and we both ended up just eating it. It's lathering it over each other's face. It was really fun. It was really funny, um, but I couldn't eat goat's cheese for about six years. It was. It was actually about What's six years. What's a goat's cheese ring? We <laughs> <laughs> I mean, buy a goat's oh, cheese and then just make a little hole, and it would be the engagement ring <laughs> in, the, in the sketch. And then we'd both be like oh, eating it. Both it's eating it's tastier than hand. a goat's ring. <laughs> yeah. So I've heard. Goat's ring. Um, I Fabulous. wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have written a goat's day ring in, into out. But yeah, but we had to do it. So I did, I think the longest was three weeks at Edinburgh, oh. having to eat oh. a whole goat's cheese every day, sometimes twice when we were doing other gigs. Because um, it was a good sketch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, so. God, yeah, <laughs> was, that is yeah. annoying. So it's, I've been worse, very... it's worse when it's something you loved that you then ruin, I think. Exactly. Yeah, I ruined it for a long time. I did an advert once. Well, not a proper advert. It was an online thing for um, some uh, holiday... Thing. I can't remember. Um, it was only last year. But <laughs> um, and I had to eat crisps, the same thing. And uh, because obviously I couldn't remember my words, we did about 72 takes and I ate about 40 bags of crisps. In the end, I had to what have flavor? all the flavors. In the end, I had to have a, a crisp spit bucket. And I was, yeah. and I love crisp. But I, even I had crisp peat yeah. and was spitting the crisp. And a crisp bucket doesn't look good. There's nothing glamorous about a spit crisp bucket. I did a Jacobs um, crackers advert and I had to have a spittoon oh, no. from bite one. Sixteen really? hours. How? Sixteen hours. Sixteen hours. Were they dry? Was it a piece of cheddar on top? Oh, well, sounds so like a treat put... to me. Not for sixteen hours. Not cream crackers. Horrific. Oh, that would be awful. Arid. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Desert-like within my mouth. <laughs> Gabby, you work in writers' right. rooms a lot. Mm. That's like groups of people whipping up jokes out of thin air a lot yeah. of the time. Um, what's the best or worst things, or both, that you've been um, fed as part of a writing Ooh. team somewhere? There's always a nice little table for everyone expects it. You don't get paid very much, but you do yeah. get... Carbs, which, <laughs> <laughs> which sometimes I'm happy to be paid in. Uh, <laughs> That's why she's here tonight. Um, there's often Haribos, mm -hmm. which makes you go a bit strange because I love Haribos because kids and grown ups literally love it. So, uh, 
Um, they're not sponsoring the podcast. Um, <laughs> I have been yet. known to eat an entire bag of Tang Fat Sticks. Tang Fat Sticks are the best Haribo. Ah, yeah. I would Loud argue out. the best. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And oh, they are tangy. The whole panel have they agreed on that, which I think makes it fantastic fun. how <laughs> tangy they are. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great because I feel like I'm like... Because my son really loves them as well. Usually, I don't get to eat the tank plastics because he's like... He's scoffed all it's up. Like, it's like my Halloween. <laughs> yes, <laughs> at work. Um, but um, why do you say they make you go a bit funny? Because just they give you sugar and then just loads of, Just loads of sugar because usually we haven't eaten at that point. Yeah. Eaten properly at that point. There's just... Have, have some e-numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All these strange people who, you know, writers aren't very good at socialising usually. We, we get very excited that we get to hang out with other human beings. <laughs> it's usually a room with no natural light. We're usually in a yeah. basement or somebody else's office or, or just, like, thrown in a corner um, uh, to just, like... Be goblins. <laughs> <laughs> and both right. you and Jenny have recently written uh, whole books. Yes. Let's prop them up. They're brilliant. Um, but that, I imagine that's quite a lonely process at times, necessarily, unless you've written it in a team. Yeah. And so what the, what the hell do you eat all through that? Or do you stop, do you stop and make... What is... I do not understand where the jokes are. But, um, um, do you stop... For, how, what's your process? Do you stop for meals or do you have like, uh, is there like your dream snack for, for when you're sat on your own for hours, just knocking in time? What, literary muse food? Is that yeah. what you're after? Yeah. No, there is no literary muse food. I can guarantee that. You've got to eat, obviously. Yeah. Um, because you've got to walk away. It's a tricky one because, um, oh, it's physically done me the most damage, this book. I mean, my body mass <laughs> index... <laughs> has complete... I went to... Uh, well, because I finished it about two months ago and yeah. I could barely walk. Um, I had no muscle tone left. Because you'd been sat I'd in been your, sitting your desk for so long. So, so I went oh, to this God. fancy pants gym right. and they put me through some machines which could test my sort of the skeletal age and muscle thing that I had. God. And, I mean, the good news was that um, I have the age of a 53-year-old, upper body age of a 53-year-old. Congratulations. Which proves that typing is cardio. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously <laughs> not quite... It's not kayaking, but it's not nothing. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, and then now for the bad news, I have the lower body strength of a 75-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that really that did bring me up short but I mean I, I don't I'm very good at, I don't snack at the mm. at the desk I don't have a sort of apart from maybe some salt popcorn any other Ooh, type lovely. of pop popcorn by the way is grotesque have you ever tried sweet and salty oh, together d d oh, no please don't upset it. me I'm afraid you're wrong nice. yeah. I love it oh no, no. just really because it, in a darkened cinema you don't want you getting you put your hand in someone else's popcorn and you and then, then oh what's what's going on in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> I like it I, I live for the confusion oh, yeah. I live for the surprise no because <laughs> yeah. I don't like the sweet stuff no it's of awful. course you yeah, really hate really sweet stuff I forgot I didn't realise so, so you're not going to try any of these pudding ice no I couldn't think of anything worse I hate cupcakes as well. I mean, they really are an abomination. Well, yes, you can all do your panto booing and all that. But I, I'm really of an age where I look at those and I want to smack them. They've it been so beautifully presented. Yeah. If you're listening, they've like they jumped up them fairy like cakes. Yeah. And they and they're, well, well, they're they do as well. fairy cakes. And they get those nozzles from Lakeland. It's cheat nozzles as well. So when you pipe them, it comes out like that without having any skill. 
Um, dear the Vegbox Cafe, have thank you, you so much for providing us with this lovely food. The Vegbox Cafe, thank you for providing us for this lovely food. Um, I'm sure you didn't get your pipers from Lakeland. <laughs> I don't it's care if you did. It's just next to Lakeland, so is it? Maybe. May oh God! Oh. I see the Vegbox yeah, Cafe. See. Okay, fair. What they're in it done together. They're like some excellent that. detective work. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to move into some general stuff, I think. Um, I want to know five-second rule, yes or no. And what I really mean by that is, what's the most disgusting thing you've eaten anyway? <laughs> Even once it's landed somewhere it shouldn't have, oh. or you found it somewhere where it wasn't we're meant not to be talking, eaten from. We're not talking terrible sexual encounters and bus stops. Tuck in, Jenny, if you want. Yeah, I okay. think that, Let's not about being a rowdy audience. It's just um, two people yeah. who are rowdy, <laughs> and everyone else is increasingly scared of them. But they'll appreciate it. you're going to tell a filth story, I'm sure. I don't think I've ever sort of eaten anything that's really upset me too badly, but I once sat next to somebody at a restaurant who ate, um, it was called a snake-headed fish oh, in, God. in uh, Malaya. And it was the most upsetting thing to see on a plate. And I really sort of had flash. Oh, I did the jungle, of course. You know that yeah. I'm a celebrity. Oh, but you were nails oh. on oh. that. You were so yes, but I still have that. flashbacks to the turkey yeah. gizzard smoothie. <laughs> turkey gizzard smoothie. Oh, no. oh gee, genuinely, I can bring that up in my mouth and out. Oh, <laughs> turkey gizzard smoothie. Yes, but you were so badass oh. at just. Only by comparison, because everyone else was quite wet. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was quite a lot of wetness around. <laughs> and occasionally I just thought, oh, for God's sake now. Just scoff it down, to, Yeah, because you, you have to get food for later. But didn't you... I think sometimes, you. sometimes you just have a physiological reaction that you cannot choose when something's that disgusting. Just for this, like, for fun, I tried <laughs> some... Uh, some grasshoppers and some cricket and I like roasted them because that's what we might have to get our protein from yeah. in the future I roasted them with soy and some really lovely sort of marinades and stuff and it's fucking disgusting <laughs> and I didn't have a choice like, I everything about the texture of it, the crunch every it, but the taste as well there was something there was this weird kind of grotty meaty oh. I was like, oh, and I, I had one of each I was like fuck that where did you get them from? A company called Eat Grub. They sell them. They do sell they, them and do they arrive live? I mean... No, no, no. They okay. arrive dead and dried. <laughs> OK. Yeah, I didn't have but to... But when you were doing that... them like a cat. No, I didn't have to <laughs> snare them. I didn't have to hunt the grasshoppers by hand. When you were... by furrow. When you were acting your reaction then, I could actually feel the grasshopper... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were... Oh! <laughs> No, thank you. But fed one to my three-year-old, bish, bash, bosh. I liked it. <laughs> They'll eat anything. They will eat anything. Um, uh, but we'll come back to that. Um, I've forgotten the original question. Oh, five-second rule, grubbiest thing. What, uh, where do you stand on that stuff? Uh, five-second rule, yeah, absolutely. I'd probably right. go up to about 20 seconds. As oh, long right. as there's no hair involved. Okay. I can't Hair's can't a do nice that. barrier, I, I think, to have as a no thank you. Um, even if it, you know it's your own and it's just one and you can pick it off? Yeah, even then. Oh, I, I know okay, that's... Cool. Ah, uh, well, I, <laughs> I mean, I have, like, if I... Yeah, I'm just trying to think. If I found a hair in food that I've cooked, it's obviously mine. I would keep eating that. Yeah. But it's when it's been on the floor plus the hair, I just... Mystery like, hairs aren't good. No, no. mystery hairs aren't no, good. Especially when not. you've got pets, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Gabby? Yeah. Um, it all depends on the stickiness of the food. Right. Um, and the cleanliness of the... And also how much I want to eat the the food like a bit of chocolate that's not very sticky 
So mm. I'll just go, yeah, that's all right. I'll blow yeah. it. You blow, yeah, blow on, on it. it. You blow the germs off, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Because when you blow on it, the germs come off. It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely how they work. Yeah. Totally. All right. Well, that's a nice variety of answers, really. Um, so on from that, um, we've all got kids here. Um, uh, I want to know what your kids are were like eating, um, if your kids are growing up. And, um, and has feeding another person changed how you eat? Or did it ever change how you ate? But also, what's the most disgusting thing you kid ever ate? <laughs> I ask this because I regularly talk about the shit that my three-year-old will eat. He will get on the floor and you, there's no stopping him. He'll just eat whatever he's dropped. He won't. He's been... Oh, God. He, yeah, he will eat from anywhere. And I'm always saying, oh, you know, it makes him really sturdy. And then <laughs> recently I went down to Dorset <laughs> with him. And um, in one day, he found a piece of ancient cake in his rucksack and I'm not having that that's been in there for weeks and I put it behind me we we're on the beach he later on went to where I tucked it ready to throw away later rolled in sand scoff that down and then the same day we were sat we were all having some dinner on an outdoor bench um uh outside this lovely place called G White's in Swanage which I'll give a plug to um but um uh, a seagull kept swooping down and trying to snatch it and they're so brave you have to sort of thwack them away but you could see that seagulls had reg regularly been landing on the table um, and then at one point um, Rudy just got up on all fours because he dropped some ketchup on the table and lapped it hard <laughs> up like a dog and I have spent so long on it I spent a year and a bit doing this podcast going he's fine he never gets ill blah, 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 blah. anyway those two things in one day the next week got a phone call from nursery he's got worms oh. yeah. he fucking ate well he deserved ate, he worms Second ruled himself worms. <laughs> <laughs> what a minger. Oh, like, my daughter's 30 now, so um, when, uh, when she was a little girl, pesto had just arrived on the scene. So she had pasta and pesto every single day <laughs> for most of her range? life. Yeah, well, you see, I've never cooked. I, right. Because I was always out going out gigging at that sort of formative time when you should be learning to cook when you're in your 30s and you're at home and you're doing that thing and you're a bit skinny. No, I was out gigging. So poor old Phoebe. She often used to have, um, for breakfast, my leftover rider. I'd come home and, you know, I'd be doing gigs in student unions and things like that. So and be crisps be and stuff. Crisps and stuff, yeah. yeah. And then they'd be a bit curled up in the fridge. She'd have those. Maybe Brilliant. a little miniature gin and whatever. <laughs> uh, but, so, so 80s. So, yeah, I didn't have a cooker. Mm. I, for many years, I, had, I lived in a house with no oven. And I let her go to other people's houses, you see, which is something you shouldn't do with children because they come back with very peculiar ideas. <laughs> and she came home once, she, she said, did you know this? Did you know? Did you know? You can make a cake. <laughs> I said, I said, no, you can't. <laughs> Not in this house, love. <laughs> so, yeah. This is one of my favourite ever live shows. I love it. Um, um, so I've got a one and a half year old who he's really good at eating. Like I've I've put so much time and effort because I've got a really like sometimes good, sometimes terrible relationship with food. Yeah. I'm, I want to do everything to make sure that he loves food and he eats really well, but doesn't overeat and it's never an issue for him. You know, I want him right. to kind of learn how to... Because kids, if you... you you're so you're led to believe, if you do all of these fancy baby-led weaning things, they're going like to regulate themselves. I've tried. read so many, I really have. But he eats really well. He eats lo like a wide variety of things, vegetables and everything. I have never eaten so badly myself. 
Yeah. Like, the effort that goes yeah. in when they're that age. <laughs> and then I'm just knackered. I'm like, he goes, there, like, I'll just have some crisps. Yeah. What yeah. can you do? Yeah. yeah. What can you do? Oh, man. A bit less effort on him, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell mum's I should probably net. just make a bit more and eat that myself. I should just yeah. eat what I'm feeding him. Yeah. Yeah. But um, he is disgusting. His Probably the most disgusting <laughs> thing he did was, yes, it was yesterday. Um, I've caught him kind of... We, uh, we've... We recently redid our kitchen floor. Just love the idea. So of there's like caught him. Yeah, there are, well, there are bits of our kitchen where I just, I just don't know what's under there. Yeah. <laughs> um, we haven't got the little skirting board bit yet, and so I'm kind of on. When we're in the kitchen, I'm on patrol. Um, but he, so he's always finding a little bit of this and that, and I'm like, it's fine. My mum was horrified. She saw him pick something up. She was like, no. And I was like, mum, it's fine. Like bit of germs good for him yeah. um yesterday he came he was chomping away it was white and squishy i don't know what it was oh. but he was so happy about it <laughs> he just, blah, blah, blah. sounds like it's probably a marshmallow probably fine. yeah that's probably fine oh mine are um uh, 10 and 12 now right so they've reached an age where they've started eating endurance sweets basically sweets that are horrible <sighs> To endurance sweets. Well, that's what I'm calling them. Like bean boozled. What is a bean boozled? Bean boozled is it's awful. It's jelly beans that deliberately taste disgusting. Oh. What? Like jelly beans, there's absolutely no nutritional value in jelly beans. Yeah. The only point of eating a jelly bean is it's nice. Yeah. It tastes oh that tastes of coconut, it's but it's in a tiny have we got bean. Harry Potter to blame for this. I, yeah. I, it sounds like and they've started making shop, they've started right? making jelly beans that like taste of like really horrible dog shit and dog sick shit. dog yeah. shit yeah. and sick and no my there kids aren't are like, shit and sick jelly beans <laughs> can Durian we spend three pounds on these <laughs> jelly beans that taste disgusting yeah. like, your no. kid's gonna love these yeah this is gonna be like his birthday and christmas all together yeah. it's terrifying surprises but they did yours ever do his mind will mix something very they just he'll quite happily like dip a bit of pizza in a bit of ice cream not give a shit about that. Yeah. Well, it's kind of just putting pudding on yeah. top of your main, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, saving time. Yeah, it yeah. turns out it's, it's efficient, actually efficient cheating. very advanced <laughs> and extremely productive with this use of time. Say scrum diddly umptious. No! And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, we've talked about the most disgusting things we've eaten. What's the most futuristic thing you think you've ever eaten or been it or tried? I suppose it depends on what you think eating will be like in the future. Probably corn. I'm still not entirely sure what... <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what corn is, but it's, it's nice with chips, and yeah. it's not an animal, but it tastes like it. Maybe it could be. So, I don't know if it tastes like it could be an animal, corn. It tastes like it, it tastes like it could a be a mushed-up animal. Yeah. Like, really, really processed, processed animal. animal. <laughs> which yeah. is the kind of food that my kids eat anyway. So oh. it's like, well, there's no difference here between this mushed-up thing and yeah. this mushed-up... Not even this sort of weird future food that I'm not entirely sure what it's made out of. I think some kind of mung bean or fungus. That's yeah. what I'm going for. Well, I think um, the uh, meat replacements, like, you know, meat... Alternatives will be a massive thing in the future. I, think they will. I mean, we're eating more. To see how good they get. It's like when I um, I've, I once sort of um, mentioned to you in a writer's room. Oh, we've got almond milk for a coffee. It's very vegan. And your little eyes lit up. And said, oh, are you vegan? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to cut down. Did Did I look like I a a you look so excited. You look so excited for a minute. It's like another one. Yay! Well, it's just less embarrassing if you're not the only prick that's like, have you got any wankers milk? (laughs) (laughs) My cup of tea. But yeah, I'm trying to cut. I'm doing the bare minimum so I can feel smug. Um, (laughs) You're welcome, Mother Earth. (laughs) You're Um, welcome, Mother Earth. (laughs) So yeah, I am eating a bit of vegetarian dinners every now and again. Yeah, so we're eating a lot it. of corn because that's the vegetarian dinner I can serve to my children. Go, there you go, that's a bit like turkey dinosaurs. <laughs> Fair enough, Naomi. Um, most futuristic. I don't know. Um, I'm a bit stumped on that, actually. Um, Yeah, me too. Because I I think that things have changed very quickly, and I've got a little bit left behind. So I'm still right at my happiest in the Marks and Spencer's food hall. (laughs) And I live... I know, there's nothing to clap. I live near Peckham, which has gone ridiculously groovy. And uh, they've turned an old car park. There used to be some piss-stained old car park next to the cinema. And it's now called the Peckham Levels. Um, And it's got all these vegan restaurants in it and everything. And I went into one. I thought, oh, I'm going to have a go here. And I literally didn't understand the menu at all. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know what w- anything was. Really? So it was, sort of, was it stuff like temper and stuff like that? <laughs> it was yeah, all the things yeah. that you've never heard of altogether until the point Jack I felt... Jackfruit and... I, I, I just thought, well, like, there's a McDonald's next door and I know what. <laughs> I didn't do that. I did not do that. Okay. But I, I went home literally with my tail between my legs and had something from my fridge that I recognised. And I was disappointed cool. in myself. Well, it's not cool of me mm. and it's not cool of them No, no I think it's not cool of them. Yeah. It's very cool of you because you were intrepid and went, I want to try this thing. Yeah. It's really exciting. But I didn't know what was cheese. I didn't know what was... Well, wouldn't any of, none of it would have been cheese. Would it have just made my classic... No, there's no, there's there. vegan it might have been vegan now. Vegan cheese. <laughs> they just have to change the spelling. <laughs> C-H-I-Z-E. And make it from a coconut. Yeah, usually. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I wimped out of it, and I, I will go back. Yeah. But I needed a kind of dictionary for it. I'll go with you, okay. and I can be your um, translator. <laughs> you mean my, my vegan wing woman? Yeah, I will. My vegan. Oh, delicious <laughs> vegan wings. Oh, they do those in do Leon now. Do they do now. them? Yeah, oh, but really, nice. they're basically cheesy bites. 
There's nothing wingy. I like about a them. They're faintly wing shaped, but they'll <laughs> fit. <laughs> that is my go to hangover food at the moment. Actually, have you got go to hangover food? <gasps> yes. Yeah. Hula hoops and Lucasade. What flavour hula hoops? Plain. And what type of uh, Lucasade? Original orange? Original orange. Yes. Uh, hula hoops, <laughs> Lucasade, um, two and an extras and lie down. Anadol extras and, and extras and a lie down. Anadol extras and a lie down. And we, why did we talk about the? I've never answered the, night the medicine that they eat. And a diorolite <laughs> the night before. Yeah, That's salty, such a good yeah. move. I like an Alcan Seltzer just before yeah. bed. Mm, salty. <laughs> <laughs> Old school, 80s. And if I've really been on it, Alcan Seltzer, Barocca, same pint of water. Yeah. Try and get yeah. that entire pint down. Wee wee sleep. Up in the morning, something salty. Yeah. 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 No, uh, mine would be Tangfastics, Diet oh, Coke, yes. Alka Seltzer. Yes. yes. Yeah. And what is it? Let's oh, I, I do the Alka Seltzer the, the night modern before. ones. Because um, the they do an Alka Seltzer extra excess or something, but it's got fucking caffeine in it, so you can't uh, have it for <laughs> night nights. No, I you can't have it as your oval team. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't go for that. I don't recognise the packet for that. I'd I love it that your one. hangover answers have been so speedy and worth what. <laughs> well, I, I, it's been a very long time since I've had a hangover. Oh, how's that? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but I w- I'm a bit old school. Um, should I? Oh, listen, I drink a lot, but I, I don't get hangovers. I do know when to stop now, mostly, because I'm tired. I'm inspired <laughs> that I will learn that. Stop because I'm tired and I need to go home. <laughs> but I know I'm old school. It's a bacon sandwich. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you can't nice. beat it. It's got everything. It's got everything. Um, mine used to be, when I ate meat all the time, it used to be not one but two chicken Kievs. <laughs> and the, almost the dirtier the better, the cheaper the better. Like the more processed what the better. Mean, where, do you, where would you get one just from? Just like from the spa at the end of the road when I was a student or whatever. Like the supermarket. Just go and get a chicken Kiev and then it's all about that buttery, garlicky middle bit, but it'd have to be two. I didn't want anything else with it, just two next to each other. And now, because I don't <laughs> eat meat, um, Leon again have started doing this thing called a love burger, which is a really good fake burger. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend that also sates everything that you're thrown at with that, by a hangover. Mm. Actually, I ask. Oh, Jenny, this week you wrote an article for The Independent, just this week, about how eating's changed for young people, and especially eating out. Do you mind telling us a bit no, about that? No, that was a, a headline. I don't write the headlines, and this week the headline well, I, I thought was quite... Well, the paywall. Well, yeah, I know, so and, and, and so I got a little bit of stick, because it was a really bad... Oh, sorry, are you all right? Have you fallen over? Are you OK? Um, OK, so I wrote this article, and um, the, the headline was, as, as I say, it was misleading, and it sort oh. of made out that... Um, young people didn't eat out. Of course, young people eat out all the time. Yeah. And really what it was, was about was special occasion eating out. You know, as in, uh, what was it? Mickey Flanagan used to do that long routine about going out, out. Yes, But I mean, when I'm talking about going out, out to eat, eating out, out, I mean yeah. posh, I mean, I mean tablecloths. I mean cutlery <laughs> that makes a big clatter when you drop it on a marble fucking floor. Do you know what I mean? I'm not talking about reaching into a chiller cabinet. I'm sitting down and people are bringing me things nice. proper eating out i was at the Woolsey, right <laughs> get me just been to the royal academy it was charity do and, uh, god you've never seen anything so white and middle class but there we go <laughs> anyway we um we came out me and the old man the Woolsey's just there we thought on the off chance on the off chance because normally you have to phone up three months in advance so we slid in and we said would well, you have a little table for two you know a bit groveling <laughs> And they said, well, not in the main dining room, but in the salon, just in this side room. So fine. Fine by me. Yeah. I'm on a bonquette. I'm more than comfortable. 
Um, and you can go to the Woolsey, right, and you can have... Listen, I'm sorry to be the meat-eater here, but you can have steak and chips for under 20 quid Great. in the most beautiful surroundings. Really? Yes, it's surprising. 1995. <laughs> wow. And it is absolutely... And it is served with... Such finesse, and it comes, and it looks delightful, and it's beautifully done. And I didn't want the chips because I try. And um, <laughs> they brought me another side dish of veg uh, as well, and it was just a, a absolute, wow. and it was occasion. I mean, For under twenty quid. Uh, yes, yes. I mean, I had wine as well, obviously, which bumped it wine. up a lot. I had all the wine, <laughs> but um, but, but stopped it, when you were tired. So then. <laughs> <laughs> and the old man had to give me a piggyback all the way home. Oh. But then what happened was, and um, this is where I started, it, what happened was two young girls came in and sat down at the table next to us and they were so rich and so privileged and they had all the handbags and all the things. Yeah. And they were so bored of it. They had no sense of occasion by it. And you just sort of think, hold on, spare a thought for us old farts for whom this is an, a massive treat, actually. Yeah. You know, this is our big night out this is and for other people here you know there are people eating towers of oysters it's very great gatsby it's absolutely wow. splendid do you know what i mean yeah, i'm getting off on this special place. if that's it's not special, special for you yeah. then what have you got to then, live then yeah for, and yeah. they had one of them had a phone out she wasn't talking to her flesh friend she was just on a <laughs> phone and then the other one got out a bottle of water from you know a press or a starbucks um, bonged it on the tablecloth like and I just thought there are jugs of iced water here that waiters are serving you are a pig woman you are a <laughs> and I was angry I was angry because they were sucking the atmosphere out of this splendid place yeah. you know go to McDonald's if you want to behave yeah. like that or go anywhere you like I don't care but I don't want you just dropping your shit all over the place not caring I fucking couldn't Fair agree dues, more. Yeah. Superb. <laughs> Do you not think maybe there's always been very young, very wealthy people that didn't give enough of a shit about the luxury they've you uh, know, become yeah. accustomed to? Super. Yeah, young. but I think that for social media and phones and everything yeah. has now sort of made it worse. Yeah. Um, I mean, but people are awful. I mean, is it, people are <laughs> awful. Headline, you know. Yeah. But often you'll awful. go to posh restaurants and there'll be the silent couple as well yeah. who do not speak, and uh, you know, it's that's depressing as well. Yeah. I want couples laughing gaily at each other <laughs> and going, ha, 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 and having a lovely time. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Let's talk about swanky occasion eating. Then, have you ever been to really fancy restaurants, you guys, or perhaps there was like. Um, a wedding where the, and a big occasion like a wedding or something where the food was memorable or what about swanky restaurants or whatever I don't really go to swanky restaurants mm. there was um, there was a, when you talking about the mountain of oysters because obviously this is near I'm local um, yeah. and we're near to Whitstable which is the mm. home of very very tasty yeah. seafood um, and it's about 20 years ago or so and they used to do like this sort of you know those um, things you have for small cakes Oh, the yeah, tears. Yeah, yeah. The tears yeah, of, yeah. They had that, but with like crab. Yeah. <laughs> Just like wow. a tear of crabs. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, and I had that, and it was great. It was about £40, but I sort of, I'd been eyeing up this tear of crabs for ages, and it's like, one day <laughs> I will have the fancy tear full of crabs. And, and I did. did you go and get it? I did you? And it's on cracked ice and all that. Yeah, oh, lovely. I, I, can't rem I can't remember. I think it was just, I think I was just like out with my friend, and yeah. I was like, Shall we like splash out forty pounds and like share this this massive 
wedding cake stand yeah. full of crabs. <laughs> I love that the S yes that you use on the end of crab every time. Full of all the crabs. <laughs> all the crabs. Yeah. Fantastic. And was it delicious? It was delicious. I do yeah. like a bit of seafood. Amazing. Me too, Naomi. Um, I probably, I've got two actually. So me and my um, now husband, we, it was our first like weekend away together and we went to Cumbria and we went to went to Cartmel in Cumbria which is where Simon Rogan's got like a million different he's got like okay. five different restaurants but we went to the one that's not the really really expensive one because we couldn't quite afford that we went to the next poshest one and it's it was the fucking amazing do, was it yeah it was well it started off really dodgy because we had um our amuse bouche was oh. like a, it, which I was really excited about because I'd never had an amuse bouche yeah. <laughs> is that is that the bit like tiny little is it a shot glass yeah. of some yeah. kind of soup yeah, or flavour some yeah, intense flavour a little shot little or a nibble morsel. of something. Mm. Yeah. So it was, but a it was a little tiny. A it was um, a morsel of um, crackling. Oh, <laughs> fit. which no, which I like. Lush, I but love it, it felt like a really weird choice of a thing to start <laughs> off a meal because <laughs> we were both just like, we were like my mouth's just coated now. <laughs> we're both a bit like, oh, oh. The rest of the meal was incredible. And what? Do you I, think that somewhere that swanky, they've done that for a reason, though? Yeah, there must have been a reason. Up. I don't know. We, we were both too shy, and I am far too working class to ask what the purpose yeah. <laughs> yeah. of I, um, that was. I do wonder whether there's some... There's some you know, gastronomical reason why they'd give you something really fatty like that at the beginning of a meal. Because I had a meal, one of the swankiest meals I've ever had was in a place called Story by Tower Bridge. And it's very unassuming looking. It looks like a public toilet, actually. Yeah. Like a nice wooden back, like it's a chalet or something. And then you go in and it's really small. There's books everywhere. And the whole point is that the, it's this 10-course taster menu and it tells you a story. But the first course was bread and dripping. This is obviously when I was still very omnivorous all the time. And it looked like a candle, but it was made out of dripping. And then they come and they light it and then it's you see that it's all bread and stuff underneath and then you you it melts down onto the bread but that did the same thing it was delicious but it was a really it's just fat isn't it really fat and carbs yeah. as it your might, starter i mean i was in heaven getting everything like all other flavors it's just like annihilating everything so that your palate is ready for what it's comes sort next. of the anti-sorbet so yeah. i'm intrigued by this story <laughs> this story though so what was the next chapter in the story can you remember um, it oh sounds God. quite Hestonish. It was this. quite, yeah. It was really theatrical, and I think yeah. that was why it was really exciting. It was that was the first time, and uh, there haven't been many where I've ever gone. Do you know what? I think I just what fucking job have I got? I just got a, for me at the time a big <coughs> old job, and I was oh. like, I want to spend three figures on dinner, and it, yeah. um, it was yeah magical. The the only course I really really remember was um, and everything tasted delicious. It was mind blowing, and we were there for hours. I think that was the other really lovely thing. But that I don't think people do anymore. Take time mm -hmm. for their even occasion eating because it's just everyone's got so much shit to do all the fucking time. But the idea of a long long lunch or a long long dinner is just why aren't we doing that more? Let's One do that. One that just goes more. on all yeah, afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Starts off lunch and it ends doesn't up have tea. to be like you don't have to be getting hammered. I don't know if it's about the food. Um, yeah, the course I remember there was an uh, it's very snow whitey and there was like a nest and an apple came out and then all of this like smoky it was all smoking I don't know how they'd done it it was like dry ice smoke yeah oh, basically yeah. dry ice rising up from it and then it revealed this really fucking brilliant um, candy bread <laughs> apple in the middle which would have been sweet sorry but yeah but it yeah, was very yeah, tart yeah. and very sweet and it was like <gasps> yeah it was all about the drama it's oh. like a sort of a dinner witch had visited you. Yes, I want a dinner witch. <laughs> um, I'm going to save up for one. <laughs> okay. Oh, lovely. Wow. Okay, so we talked about futuristic food, and, we, and I've sort of stumped some of you, but what about, what do you think is going to happen with eating in the future? Have you got any particular hopes or fears in terms of technology, the environment, anything like that? 
I mean, I'm just really worried that everything is going to be on fire in about 10 years. <laughs> oh, well, especially having a kid, like it yeah. makes, I've all, so my, my dad, he didn't finish his degree, but my dad start, started an environmental science degree when I was really, really little. So my, my dad's my, like uh, climate change and also the way, like the way we consume food has always been a topic of conversation in my family. Excellent. So like we never ate meat, we probably ate meat twice a week, fish once a week. I was never, when I went to other people's houses and they were like, oh, you know, it's not, it's not a meal if there's not meat in it. Uh, Where did you grow up? <laughs> That's not but a lot of people. A hover sad book. Yeah, exactly. That's why. Get um, Michael Bill. That was your coronation street. Audition. Audition. No, but I've never underst- really understood that because that wasn't how we were. So my mum probably would be is quite close to vegetarian. She okay. eats special occasions and things. Um, but we were always like I was we were always talking about where you get your meat from and things mm. like that. So I've never, I'm like, I can't eat cheap meat and like just processed sliced chicken in a packet. Just Couldn't makes do it. more, no, no. What if, it, what, not if there's nothing else? No, because I'd, I'd find a vegetable. I'd yeah. find a vegetable you before I'd, a vegetable. Before, before that, I'd go furrowing. Fine. I might have to start growing my own. Yeah, I think well, that's probably the way. Brexit, baby. <laughs> Get your fucking garden working. Yeah, I um, tried that once though, and I. What growing your own veg? Well, so just tomatoes. So this is before my. Why tomatoes? Do you know what? This, this, this might have tried it, it. It was a cry for help. Well, no, <laughs> the tomato allergy coincided with the menopause, late forties. Oh. Right. So just about I got to, when I was about forty-five. Um, and I'm trying chronologically, sorry, this is dull. You'll have to edit this bit out, but no, I'm trying to think. So I got the, the mouth ulcers when I was about 47, yes. Wow. And I did a lot of internet searching and realised in the end it was the tomatoes when I was about 48. So it was this oh, crossover like period when I was still eating tomatoes and my mouth was bleeding with the ulcers. But I was still uh, going... Anyway, yeah. there was a time, right, where I did grow tomatoes. Excellent. I had a plant and I grew it and it it worked. Yeah. And, right, and this, this is something quite Maybe miraculous. Like you built a car. No, it was. It was though. It was like a miracle. And I couldn't <laughs> wait. And there were sort of about three or four tomatoes, and they're all ripening at the same time. And I, I couldn't wait until there was one that was just you know the right colour with a slight tinge of green still about it. And I thought, this is going to be the most delicious thing I have ever eaten. And I bit into this tomato. And it was the dullest, most tasteless thing I've ever... It was like sucking off Tim Henman. (laughs) It was just had no flavour, no personality, no nothing. (laughs) And at this point, I I gave up. I gave up completely. If you are interested at all in the pudding things, my guests, then please this thing um, do try This is pretending them. to be a brownie, but it's actually a sort of mousse. It's something strange, isn't it? It's a beetroot it brownie. That's apparently a millionaire shortbread, oh. but it looks short like it's shortbread. Uh, are these all vegan? No, they, none okay. of these are vegan. I mean, this I has got didn't no... have time to be that organised. Yeah, this looks like it, it should... And there's a chocolate cupcake and a vanilla cupcake. Um, Whoa. Uh, um, Jenny, your yeah. um, last name it sounds like a delicious food. 
Oh, Eclair. Yeah. Yeah, which, which I made it? up when I was 17. Oh, did you? Yes. But, but was that out of a love of Eclairs? No, if you didn't like no, sweet things. No, but I was eating. You see, um, my relationship with food is, has been a bit sort of varied. I right. mean, I used to have a sweet tooth, and then I became anorexic when I was in my sev- uh, second year of drama school. Right. Because that's what I went to drama school to learn, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, everyone, everyone that was a woman at my drama school had some kind of mental breakdown um, that manifested itself in an eating disorder or taking a clothes off and jumping off a train. It kind of varied. Um, so, yeah, I became stinkingly anorexic. Right. I know, who would think you could recover this well? Because <laughs> sometimes I tell people I was anorexic and they kind of go, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it was, I was quite poorly with it. Yeah. Sorry, where were we? Am yeah. I crying? No. And <laughs> um, um, uh, oh, the sweet. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. before that, I was quite a greedy girl, and I liked everything. <laughs> um, so, uh, but I was pretending to be French in a disco in Blackpool when I was seventeen, and my middle name is Claire. So I was just. And I, the pathetic thing is, I didn't even do French at school. I did German. I had no accent. I had a word of French to me. But you were just randomly pretending to be French just in a nightclub. Pretending to be French in a nightclub. <laughs> And a boy asked my name, and I said, my name's Jenny Claire. And he went, what, like in the cake? <laughs> Claire, like in the cake? And I, I remembered that. And then later on, I was at this punk uh, outfit, this band called Kathy LaCreme and the Rum Barbers. Wicked. We had, I know, it was Wicked. all very early 80s Manchester punk scene, poetry, all that kind of thing. And we all had funny names. And uh, I, I remembered that, and I became Jenny Eclair. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then it stuck. And it stuck to the point where my daughter now, it's her hyphenated oh, surname. Is it? Oh, I love it. That's yeah. so yes. cool. <laughs> oh, I love it. And by the way, the VegBox Cafe, your vanilla cupcake is delicious. It's really Even like though it's a jumped up fairy cake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a jumped up fairy cake, but it tastes real nice. Um, I uh, have a chocolate eclair story. Oh, do you? Where uh, I had a job recently with um, Dawn French. Yeah. And I'd not met her before. And Was it the one you know, down in Cornwall? Yes, it was. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was really, really fun and lovely. Um, but the first time I met her, I was, I was so nervous and in awe. And like, well, God, what did I yeah. want to say? And then um, I was stood with my fictional son, a child actor. Yeah. And um, she <laughs> very kindly said, do you want a sweet? Um, do you want a sweet to him? And he said, yes, please. And they were chocolate eclairs. And they said, would you like one? And I said, yeah, go on then. I, I said, no, I'm all right. I just instinctively said, no, I'm all right. And she very, very funnily went, why not? <laughs> um, and I went, uh, OK, I've changed my mind. And, um, and then I took one. And then I, it's, the le- it's the least cool I've ever been. Not that I have ever been cool. But I stood there chewing it. Oh, my God, this is the best sweet I've ever had. And these are really nice. And what is it again? She was like, it's just a normal you know, chocolate clay. And I was like, oh God, this is delicious. <laughs> this is actually one of the best things I've ever um, oh, eaten. I'm having to... a really nice time. Um, um, j- no, it was back ages before slightly... any I was just like, oh my God, this is so, I'm actually having, and I couldn't stop talking to the point where I fucking walked off. I walked off and I carried on talking as I was walking off, leaving a child unattended with the star of this new fucking drama. <laughs> oh my god. Embarrassing. It's the most those, embarrassingly I've behaved out of the I know those chocolate eclairs. They're quite gooey, aren't they're they? They're really can, hard. They trap the yeah. back teeth together. So then you have the chocolate gravy kind of coming. You could even out. say an endurance <laughs> sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, perfect. It tastes, well, it tastes good. Oh, it tastes so good. An endurance good. eclair would have like a filling of like anchovies or yeah. something. Oh, oh I see. Oh, yeah. Why are we doing it to ourselves? Um, for fun. Because we are yeah. all a little bit. 
Perverse. <laughs> Have any of you brought snacks that you want to tell us about? Yes, what's in there? Banana and chocolate chip muffins. Oh. Whoa. Oh, wow. Shit. OK. What, are they for sharesies, fairsies? And we also have to try this lemon drizzle, yes. Naomi. Get that out. Why don't, I why don't we pass <laughs> this around, the audience? Yeah, exactly. I want a piece first. Screw these guys. <laughs> lemon. Oh, you've put them in cubes. You're yeah. such a great... You can tell what a great mum you are. <laughs> She's put them in cubes and they're in layers. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. Fuck it. Right, there we go. Thank you. Oh, brilliant. OK. Oh, thanks um, so, so much, Jenny. OK, so... Yeah, so these are... These yeah. Gluten-free as oh, well. Oh, they're gluten-free. These yeah. are gluten-free if anybody's um, a gluten-hater. Well, I think you should take two and divide them. Oh, yeah. my yeah. God. Yeah. Thank you very yes. much. Oh, Jenny. Your brownies look so good. Oh, my God. Go Muffins. team. Thanks, Jenny. Mm. It's really nice. Mm, these are delicious. It's, yeah, it's not lemony it's enough. It's so lemony. No, it is. The bottom's really lemony, and I've started oh. with a bum. <laughs> I think maybe it just mm. needed to rest. It's but... banging. It is banging. This is so nice. Mm. Oh, it's oh. not too sugary. That is lemony enough. That is really nice. It's so light. Oh, good. And it's got a very tight crumb. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. hard to achieve with, uh, <laughs> with gluten-free with gluten Is there coconut? If someone's got a whiff of coconut... No. What are you using instead of gluten? It's just um, it's um, so it's just a free from it's, it's oh, a free enough. from uh, I think it's got buckwheat oh. um, and loads of other things, rice flour, like so a combination yes, of flours. So complicated. That's why I don't make it myself. I just buy a packet from. Oh, the Gabby, oh, earlier you said something really interesting about the difference between baking and cooking. Oh yeah, in the green room. Right, I can cook, but I I'm terrible at baking. Mm. And basically, I see it as cooking is jazz. Bacon is like bark. I think that's, that's a great analogy. Yeah. It's a bit in the future. The next wave of technological revolution hits, and now all um, building, like vehicles for build, making buildings, like diggers and front loaders and all of that, become sentient. And terrible news, guys, they're a mob of fucking thugs. <laughs> Proper dicks. Imagine every straight white male personal trainer anyone has ever met, and they make him 90 times heavier. That's these guys. Uh, and they're on their way to smash up the last ever butterfly sanctuary. Um, and the only way that anyone can stop them is if you, and weirdly it does have to be you three, do a three-person yoga pose, which involves three downward dogs, but where you sort of go up in a row, leaning each other's toes on each other's back, so that you look a bit like the Sydney Opera House, except you have to do it on top of the Sydney Opera House, in high winds, and hold it for 11 hours. It sounds impossible, but you do it! Yeah. You're a hero. It's a very long way of asking uh, a different question. Um, you, you have, you've, you've done a massive physical exertion. I was there, though. I yeah. was there in that yoga. Great. I love yoga. Yes. I've, got, the, I've oh. got an hour of Hatha tomorrow. Oh, you're living I'm your best life. I'm extraordinary. Should I show you something? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Jenny's going to do some yoga. <laughs> Is it all right if you overrun a bit, Joe? Okay. I might be sick. Don't be sick. <laughs> Don't try not to be sick. That one where you've got oh, my God. Here we go. Oh, let me wait. How long can you hold it for so I can get a picture? Ah, you're amazing. Whoa! You are amazing. No biggie. She saunters back. Okay. I mean, this is such a... 
this is going to be a dwindle down. This is going to be a simmer down compared to that. How do you top that? Um, so you've done all this amazing physical exertion. Yeah. You're knackered. You're heroes. You've gone down in history for saving the world from these thugs. Hey. When I say the world, I mean the last ever butterflies, but they're really important because of their effect. Um, and you... <laughs> Fuck off, Canterbury. Um, I made it up. Um, <laughs> um, your award, other than the adulation of everyone for all time and at a great place in history, is the feast of your dreams. Um, nothing has to be possible. Nothing has to be uh, ethical. Certainly doesn't have to be healthy. Um, you're in that sort of post-workout, but you can do whatever you, you know, post-exertion, you can scrub up or whatever you need to feel happy and nice, be in your nice place, but you are hungry. I would like to know what you would eat, what you would drink, and if there's a who, with, and where, then who, with, and where. I can, uh, well, very, it's not particularly great, and I feel I'm letting you down, but just off the top of my head. Just honest. Okay, La Rochelle, mm. with the old man, mm. <clears throat> eating lobster. Oh. Glorious. Well, no, because he owes me one. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went, we were, and he, I, 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 I just, I'm really sorry, lobster's bad, because everyone's vegan, and lobster's like the worst I don't thing. think it is the worst, It's you know. quite bad. It is quite bad, I don't think actually. A massive lobster don't shortage. lobsters mate for life or something? Isn't it terribly cruel? Oh, something like that. It's terrible. They hold hands. They kill a couple so that <laughs> they go out together. Yeah. To, yeah. They're a killer couple. Thank you. And then it's like you, the notebook. You, you're eating, I feel so you're much eating the Selma and Louise of the sea yeah. there, Jenny. I'm having two. Doing all yeah. a favor. I'm having a his and hers. I'm having Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. Jeff's just having the chips because he's a pleb. <laughs> he's 70 and he's got the taste buds of a four year old. It really, honestly, it really. It really upsets me if he spent the rest of his life just having sausage rolls and crisps, he'd be quite happy. And we went to La Rochelle once and he pretended that he couldn't find anywhere that had lobster. And of course, it was loads of places with lobster. And we ended up having a cheese toasty in a bar around the back watching no. a football match. Neither <gasps> of us like football. It was just one of those things. He does owe you this then? Yeah, he owes me this. Okay, okay. superb. Thank you, Naomi. Um, I would go... I'm just... I'm dying to go to the fat duck and mm. eat Heston Blumenthal's food but okay. who can get a reservation who's got the dough yeah. it's like uh, but I would so I'd want something that, but a special one that's like he designs nice. for us to eat um, and I can I have a few people yeah right? oh god yeah. I mean this is there's no limits so nothing have, has to be possible I'd have they my husband I don't even have to be alive I'd have my husband, uh, just because we're both like going and doing foodie things together. Um, I'd have my husband. I'd probably take my dad for a treat. Uh, <laughs> introduce him Why to not? some new foods. And then um, Maya Angelou, just because Excellent what choice. a dinner guest. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, she'd be amazing. And yeah. just listen to her talking about the food and all evening. And anything else you wanted to talk about. Absolutely. Superb. And I assume you're getting the, the drinks tasting menu as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everything matching. Perfect, Gabby. Well, now that you've mentioned earlier one of those dinners that goes on for so long, it starts off as lunch and ends <laughs> up as yes. like dinner. Breakfast. I'd have yeah, I'd have one of those that like was just really slow. An all dayer. An all dayer. Yes. I like. I'd be quite happy with just Chinese food because Chinese food you can pick at because the starters <laughs> are the best bit. Like just all starters, yes. all Chinese starters. Dim sum. Dim sum. Like ribs, um, seaweed, love it. Seaweed. Um, so just very, very slowly, cabbage. just for a whole afternoon, um, and um, not magic. Ma I get someone to look after I my children. You say magic mushrooms then? No, not <laughs> magic mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting pudding choice. No one's gone there yet. 
used to be my favourite drug. <laughs> so I get someone to look after my children because they'd get bored yeah. sitting at a table all afternoon. Um, but I think I might have like several different handsome men. Oh, right. Um, maybe a couple of pretty ladies as well okay, that I could great. like just to laugh at my jokes. Yeah. Um, but then I'd start feeling a bit guilty. Tell, tell me, is there any specific ones oh, or are you just no, literally getting them just... from an agency? <laughs> <laughs> audience escort agency <laughs> I don't know uh, there, there's a few of you who admittedly are real audience audience members tonight but the rest of you I'll admit it now have come from <laughs> Canterbury's sexiest audience members <laughs> what a lovely um, thought I'd, I'd probably have a list of oh, like, funny but who I won't know because I work with quite a few <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know, all your fittest colleagues. Funny, funny and pretty and and and, and yeah. handsome and but then I feel a little bit guilty. Um yeah. so they could after they'd laughed at my jokes and bought me some drinks, they could then leave and then I'd have time with my husband. So like, oh, I flirted with some sexy men and women. Yeah. Um but now I'll I'm gonna have like a nice finish it off with no. my husband. He can come in for like the last few You're hours. The keeper. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. And just tell me what he's been up to and so stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I really love it. <laughs> And a favourite drink? Oh God, I'm not. If I drink wine over dinner, I get really drunk. So I just have cider. I like. <laughs> cider. I thought you were going to say water. No, I'll just have a different alcohol. <laughs> you get less drunk with cider though, because it's a long drink. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so, um, uh, thank you so much, my lovely guests. Um, but the last thing is, um, I would really like to know uh, what you're uh, working on at the moment and what people should uh, consume, where they can come and see you if you're doing that kind of thing, if you've, you, what your social media is, all of that stuff. Give stuff a big, juicy plug. Um, Elephant in the Room. Yes, listen by, to Elephant in the Room Written on Radio by 4. me and also her yeah. um, on Radio 4. It's, there's an episode on tonight and you can listen to more of it on BBC Sounds. Yeah. So if you can find it on the terrible thing. You did thing. it as well, didn't you? Yes. Well, I've done it, yeah. Jenny, yeah, did, yeah, yeah, Jenny yeah. did an episode. Yeah. Has yours yeah. been out yet, Jenny? Oh, yes, I think so. Yeah. I think it was the second one now. Oh, oh excellent. Yeah, yeah. Mine's not out till August. Anyway, it's real funny. Yeah, so that's... And I've I've wrote a book that's got a lot of food in it, actually. Because it's based on fairy tales, and fairy tales are full of food. Mm. Excellent. It's called Um, Darkwood. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't wait. It's got lots of cake and um, biscuits and fruit. It's amazing. This is actually my copy. (laughs) Okay, thank you very much. Um, I um, am Neku Day on Instagram and Twitter and things. I talk rubbish on them mostly and post lots of pictures of my child which I should probably stop doing really (laughs) (laughs) Coronation Street Uh, but yeah I'm in Coronation Street sometimes Um, I don't really I don't have anything to like properly plug so I wanted to plug yes um, in Margate there is a charity that's starting up called the Kitchen Community Project and they are trying to um, get funding at the moment to to do a, a low waste a low food waste um, restaurant in Margate, which will also train people how to cook, and it's like a really community-based thing, which sounds amazing. So um, they've, at the moment, they're on just giving. They've got a, uh, a, like a fund that they're trying to get together. Fabulous! What a great thing. Oh, I've got up. Well, I've got a book. <laughs> Jenny's got a book. <laughs> which I've had up on the desk here. Inheritance. Uh, it's called Inheritance, and um, it's my fifth novel, and um, so it's a big old family saga. Um, and I think that people always say, you know, what are your influences? And the, the only thing I can think of, when I was very young, before I went off sweet things, I was once at a picnic and somebody had a fruitcake 
and I couldn't stop eating it. And I wanted to write a book that was like a fruitcake, very rich, that sort oh. of had lots of different flavours and, and tastes in it, and that you, you had to keep going, even though you didn't want to finish it. You, ah, I, feel like I think it is the exact same thing when you're reading a book and you that's, can't put it down. It feels like your eyes are eating it up. <laughs> that's what I want. I don't know whether I've done it. There's no, oh, there's no recipes in it, but... Um, I'm excited to find out. It's, uh, I'm pleased with it. Get so, your mitts on these books and yeah. on this amazing sounding charity soon. Um, thank you very much, lovely people of Canterbury and nearby uh, for coming out and give yourselves a massive round of applause for coming out. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was so much fun. Please do find those guests on social media and get Gabby and Jenny's books. I have and I can't wait to read them. Links to everything, as ever, are in the podcast notes for this episode on Acast. Come and see Hoovering live at the Edinburgh Fringe. It's on 3pm uh, on the 13th and 14th only of August at the Monkey Barrel and or we're on tour in autumn. Go to livenation.co.uk and search for the Hoovering podcast. I'm already at the Fringe doing my new stand-up show, Hench. That's on every day except the 12th um, right through to the 25th. Uh, it's on at 1.30 in the afternoon at the Monkey Barrel. It's only a fiver in advance, so get on it, please. Also, follow the podcast on social media. It's at the Hoovering Pod. I'm on there at Jessica Fosterkew. Uh, contact me, please, if you want to look at where any of my live dates are, um, or send me something longer than a tweet. Then, then tap up my email address, or you can email me through my website, jessicafosterkew.com. Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham, and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy Hoovering. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skide af alle de der podcasts og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.